This is Michael, you're listening to Models of Masters, and I'm so grateful you're here. I'm breaking down personal stories, learned wisdom, and pieces of insight I hope can help you along your journey. Head over to my website, michaelbecker.org, for much more. And with that, let's get right into the show. what we want to do when we're first getting started or even along the path is to brainstorm and just to be creative in coming up with a bunch of different permutations and variations of different different you know phrases and short even short sentences um, that we can then narrow down and find something that feels really sticky really uh, really catchy and super aligned um, to the best of our ability to really describe how we show up and what we do in the marketplace. So when I was working on this course and this business, which was an evolution from where I began, I just started taking notes right in my phone of everything that was coming in, playing around with words. I love to go for alliteration. So the double, uh, the double, the double sound with letters at the beginning of the word. I also like rhyme. And then I just try to mix and match words here and there and play around until I find something that sticks and something that feels right and something that I like. When I first started and began the New Earth Knowledge page, I did the same process. I listed out probably 40 to 50 creative potential names that I wanted to uh, think about before I ultimately landed on the larger umbrella term of New Earth Knowledge. And uh, and move forward with that. Something to think about as well when you're narrowing down your brand names is you want to be able to pick something that will be able to serve as a large umbrella that will allow you to pivot in the future. You don't want to choose something that's so granular and so narrow that one or two years from now, when you're ready to level up and step into the next the next chapter of this business that you're building, that you wouldn't be allowed or able to do that because the name is too constricting. So choose something that is catchy, that is fun, that is aligned with who you are, but that will also allow you to change and grow and expand your service offering as you move forward. Okay. Also, we really want to make our own markets instead of trying to overtake an existing one. The key here is that we want to inject ourselves into into an existing market, right? We want to be able to siphon audience from an existing niche. We want to be able to speak to the larger, say, conscious community or group of yoga practitioners or of uh, of financial, you know, financial planners or whatever your specific kind of target audience is, you want to go at those people, right? So you want to have a defined target audience to go at, but instead of trying to be like everyone else, you want to zag when others zig. So talk about it differently, phrase things differently, um, even show up with a different and, and distinct energy than what you're seeing others do. And don't be afraid to be edgy. Don't be afraid to say things or, or, or do things in a way that just feels unorthodox for how others show up, uh, speak, and act in the space, okay? Again, the same point that I shared in the last lesson is relevant here. We want to go narrow and niche, not big and wide when we are identifying uh, really who we are and how we want people to perceive us. Okay, how to build your personal brand. I'm going to run through these really quick uh, because they're they're each so critical in sort of the modern digital age. Earn your chops. There's a fine line between 
faking it and embellishing versus standing in the energy of who we want to be in the now moment. We don't want to out and out lie and say that we have done X, Y, Z when we really haven't and sort of trick people into coming into our businesses. If it's, if we're not standing in integrity and authenticity when we bring our message to them. Okay. So don't feel like you have to be at the highest threshold in this now moment. And don't feel like you have to market yourself as being there just yet. Earn your chops, start small, bite off, you know, only what you can chew in in this in this moment, and then allow yourself room to grow, to expand, and to uh, extend yourself to those higher plateaus in time, right? And do it doing it that way will allow you to sit in your own energy more authentically and more comfortably as well. Okay, so that covered number two as well. Uh, what you do want to do though is share and really play up your accomplishments, so you don't have to lie in order to position or market what you've done in the space. Okay. An example is I have in my profile on Instagram, for example, that I have been a published author on Forbes, which is absolutely true. Now I didn't specify that the last time I wrote for Forbes, was probably five or six years ago as part of an old job and a sponsored program that we had with Forbes through which I submitted four or five articles. I'm not lying by saying that, but I am I am including it there because it speaks to my credibility and my expertise, and it is a fact. It is a provable fact, okay? Um, So know what your accomplishments are. Really take some time to digest where you've been and what you've done. If you're like me and you're starting off, or when when you were starting off, you may have initially felt like, who am I? What have I done that I could even say or include in my profile? I promise you there is more than a handful of things that would be relevant and that would add value and credibility. And as long as you're not out and out lying by saying that you are someone or have done something, uh, it's more than okay to include those things and to really play them up, to speak about them in your reels, to post about them in your content, learnings and takeaways, all good. That's all aligned and you will be able to do that in integrity as well. Okay. Know your skills and your medium of choice. In terms of the medium of choice, know how you best show up with your energy. If it's text, if it's audio, if it's video, prioritize that, go strong and go hard on that and let the others serve as kind of supplemental uh, content types as you build around kind of that core medium of choice that you're best at. And then the, the point after this, do as much as possible on as many platforms as possible. This goes directly against a traditional content marketing approach, because as I'll talk about in, you know, a module uh, down the road here, the best practice when starting with a content first audience centric approach is to begin with one audience, one message and one content platform. But what I've seen and what my personal experience has showed me over the last couple of years is that we almost have to throw that principle out the door from a, from a digital marketing perspective, from an influencer perspective, from a social media perspective, there are no rules anymore in this game. The space is blowing up and there is no reason you shouldn't or can't be present on say TikTok, Instagram, and a podcast all at the same time. In fact, if you feel like you have the energy and the capability to do that, I actually say, go for it. So my view has changed a little bit on that. I am now more of a proponent of, Hey, 
as much as you can possibly do to put yourself out there to cultivate trust, to drive awareness, and to bring people into your sphere, do it. Okay. The type of content that does well in terms of building your personal brand that I've seen as of late includes the, just the more personal, more casual stuff where people can get an inside look. People want an inside look on who you are and how you do what you do. And they really want to see things that others aren't showing them. So those slice of light, slice of lives, slice of life, um, casual conversations, even vlogs, um, Instagram lives, Facebook lives, um, anything where you can show people that you're a real person and that you have nothing to hide. In fact, that you have everything to share will really go, go a, a long way in helping them to get to know you, right? And, and see what you're all about in your day-to-day life. Get as much exposure as possible. I talked about that a minute ago. Any opportunity you have to collaborate, to co-create, or to uh, partner with others uh, to to do any sort of co-marketing, I would highly suggest doing. I rarely, if ever, turn down an invite to participate in conversations, forums, roundtables, podcast interviews, or Instagram lives. Um, it's just, it, they're free, they're free marketing opportunities. So take those, even create them, reach out to others as much as you can in the process of really building your personal brand um, to scale. And that will also help in stealing audience from others as well, which is absolutely critical as you continue to, to grow and to scale. So just to bring you guys back to, you know, when I first started building the, the New Earth Knowledge brand, the way that I sort of, I guess, targeted the, the industry was, all right, I'm going to go after this spiritual niche. I am going to show up with, with uh, knowledge and information about consciousness and about creation that others may not have heard. Um, and this is all based on the knowledge and the information that I absorbed and that came into my reality through my awakening. And then from there, I narrowed down, right? I zoned in to really owning a very smaller sub niche within that conscious or awakening kind of bubble. And I really built this, this brand around the terms new earth and 5d. And so that was my blue ocean. When I began blue oceans are spaces that are untapped. They are markets that you create and they are terms and phrases that you define and that you can own in the market. That's really what building and owning your personal brand comes down to. From there, I spun off my uh, my actually my second um, iteration of my coaching business, which I called creatorship coaching. That was a term that I could own. Nobody else was using it. It wasn't showing up anywhere else online. You could Google that term and nothing would have come up. And so that's where you want to be thinking, like where are these untapped waters and how can I tap into them and own them? That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. My book, Content Capitalist, is on sale now. Grab your copy by visiting my website or tapping the link in the episode description. I also just released the online learning portal, which expands on what I share in the book. This includes four hours of edited, captioned video tutorials and trainings, plus dozens of downloadables and templates. Between the book and the e-academy, you're going to be equipped to literally blow your revenue targets out of the water and eviscerate your competition this year, all by putting content at the core. Please subscribe to the podcast, rate, review, comment, and share all the things and hit me up on LinkedIn if you'd like to connect. I am here to serve you and that's it. I will see you in the next episode.